Hello, and welcome to Creativity Uncovered. My name is Abby Gatling, and I'm on a journey to uncover how everyday people find inspiration, get inventive, and open their imagination. I want to find out how people use creativity at home, work, play, and everything in between. And my goal for this podcast is that by the end of it, you'll be armed with a whole suite of tried and tested ways to summon creativity the next time that you need it. Now, in this episode, I want to start to shift your idea about what creativity is what the outcome is, and just challenge you a little bit. And this is because I just don't believe that there's um, any wrong way to be creative. You know, there's no bad art. There's no bad dancing. I mean, apart from Elaine in Seinfeld, that was absolutely atrocious. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, there's no bad problem solving because you know, what is bad except for someone's interpretation? What is bad to someone is good to someone else and meh to a third person. (laughs) And so to me, this so subjective and there is just no bad form of creativity. There is only doing things without meaning and without intention. I mean, As long as you are approaching creativity, you're doing it, you're having fun, and it's working for you, then it's creative and then it's worthwhile. So I say YOLO and just go out and do it because creativity for me is is really about the process. It's it's about um, exploration it's about the journey and, you know, quite often we're led to believe that creativity is about producing something beautiful at the end of it. Um, very simply, that's just not the case. You know, if you can push your focus from being on the end result to then being about the creative process, then you'll be much more likely to dive in and and do it. So many people actually hold themselves back from creativity because they think they're going to be bad at it. But, you know, you you weren't good at riding a bike the first time you did it. And if you've ever learned a new language, were you ever fluent on day one of of downloading Duolingo? And, you know, how, how many cakes did you burn before one turned out actually to be edible? Oh, man, that's giving me flashbacks. But anyway, you know, because like many of us told, were told like early on in our lives that there's a right way and there's a wrong way. You make a cake that burns, that's wrong. You make a cake that's tasty, then that's great. But really, each time that you burnt a cake you're learning something, you're refining your process. And as long as you get back out there again, it's right. You know, so many people think that there's a right way of being creative. And that right way is you only pursue creativity if you're good at it. And the wrong way of being creative is 
being an amateur, as being mediocre, unpolished, and then still continuing down that creative path. Because the thinking behind that is that if you're not um, good enough to sell your products or make money off your talents, then why should you pursue it? This has come up quite a few times in the interviews I've had with some of our guests is that it's kind of been squashed out of them when they were kids, is that if they weren't actually the best of at anything, they were kind of steered away from that. And that's just really sad. <laughs> I think that this is a really limited view of creativity and one that is absolutely drenched in capitalist ideology. <laughs> if you can't make money out of it, then what's the point of doing it? And the result of this viewpoint is that as you progress from childhood to adulthood, is that unless you were typically, in inverted commas, typically talented in the very narrow sense of the word, then creativity was probably squashed out of you by society, the people around you, your schooling, whoever, whoever had influence over you at the time. And unless you were one of those lucky ones who had an environment that actively encouraged you to stick with it, uh, a really supportive network around you and a safe space to play and to fail and to try again, then it's likely that if you didn't have that, that after a while you set aside your creativity altogether. And while that seems really dire and sad, I want to say to you that all is not lost because while you may have set aside your creativity in the past and, and may not be actively flexing that muscle right now, I bet you that the spirit or the drive to be creative is deep down in there somewhere. It's lurking and it's waiting for a time to bust out and do its thing. And <laughs> that's why I like things like paint and sip and the pottery classes and casual dance classes. These, all these things are absolutely booming right now and they are being targeted to, um, to adults who don't normally do that thing. I love it. I absolutely love it because there's actually a whole generation of adults who were forced into a narrow, boring path uh, void of creativity, focused on um, our careers and making money, and it's just waiting to be released. And and these types of classes that are being offered are providing that opportunity in a small way. So anyway, going back to what's good and bad in terms of creativity, my main point is that as long as you are pursuing creative endeavors with a curious mind, with meaning and intention, then it's not going to be bad creativity because creativity is a journey and, and it's a long one at that. There's actually no end point. It's an iterative process where each time you practice it, you get better. 
and you get more refined, more comfortable, and it comes with more ease. And I actually had one of my podcast guests come on and liken creativity as though you're going to the gym. You can't just go once to the gym and expect to have a six pack. I mean, look, that would absolutely be amazing, but it's not likely to happen. And if you kind of consider that framework, you're going to be a lot nicer to yourself. You're going to stop worrying about being really bad because everyone is shaky at the beginning. You got to start small, start with those small weights and then go on from there. And really your creativity journey could start anywhere. <laughs> Look, it might start as a paint and sip class with your pals or singing in the shower. Um, but you know, whatever it is, lean into it. And if you like it, uh, start to delve deeper from there. And Bit by bit, trust me, it's going to become more natural. Look, you may never be the next Picasso or the next Taylor Swift, but like that doesn't matter. You really don't need a better reason to pursue creativity other than you enjoy doing it. Because creativity is not a destination, it is a journey. And it's not so much of a boring commute to work. It's more of like a super fun road trip. And yes, there will be hiccups in the road and there'll be stumbles along the way. But don't consider these to be roadblocks. Um, Reframe them as scenic detours. (laughs) Okay, look, I've got to probably stop now because I go way too deep on my metaphors. But (laughs) in conclusion... Create bad art if you want. Dance like you have two left feet. Uh, You know, invent something completely useless because you may not have something amazing to show at the end of it. But trust me, the creativity and the process of being creative will be good for you. So that's sort of <laughs> my my two cents and I don't think there's any wrong way to do creativity and and the fear of being bad should not hold you back because everyone's everyone's a little bit crap in the beginning, you know what I mean? But I hope this has given you something just to muse on, to mull on, to challenge your thinking around creativity. Um Thank you so much for tuning in. I I hope this episode has inspired you to get out there and try and find your creative fit. And uh, as always, I hope that it helps you summon creativity the next time that you need it. Take care. If you've made it this far, a huge thank you for your support and tuning into today's episode. 
Creativity Uncovered has been lovingly recorded on the land of the Cubby Cubby people, and we pay our respect to elders past, present, and emerging. This podcast has been produced by my amazing team here at Crisp Communications, and the music you just heard was composed by James Gatling. If you liked this episode, please do share it around and help us on our mission to unlock more creativity in this world. You can also hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episode releases.